Hey guys, this is Sheena. And this is Patrice. And you're listening to What Episode You On? We are back. Another episode, new series. Today, yes. we are recapping The Shy Season 3. Yes, so excited. One. So, if you are on season one or season two, <laughs> don't don't listen. We are on season this ain't for three. you. Yeah, the <laughs> most recent season, episode one. It just ended, so we are going back to recap the episodes, and we are looking forward to talking about the show with you guys. Let's do it. Hey, Patrice. Hey, Sheena. How are you? Girl, I am okay. I am here. <laughs> I feel like my answer is always, always the same. It's, but life is pretty stagnant right now. Like, I can't, it is. Can't not going to lie. Yeah. But I mean, it's another day. So true. I true. guess that's a positive. Yes, that is, that is very positive. <laughs> How are you doing? Um, so I took off work randomly, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, good. I honestly haven't taken off since we started working from home because I kind of oh felt, gosh, you know. I know, I know. Like, I haven't taken, even when I haven't been, like, maybe feeling well, it's, it's mm-hmm. always kind of been mentally like, okay, but I'm at home. Like, I can just push I can see that. It. Yeah. So yeah. I have, like, hella days. So I was like, I'm about to use some. So I'm not going back to work till, like, next Wednesday. And I'm definitely what? looking forward to being off. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll probably take off again, like, for a long time like that. Like, uh-huh. a week and a half, like, probably during the holidays. Okay. That Just so sense. I won't lose my time. So. Yeah. Yeah, is bro. yours like lose it or use it or does it roll over so we can only roll over a certain i think we can only roll over 40 hours oh gotcha. so if okay. i have like 50 hours i could lose that that 10 hours oh gotcha yes. so okay. i would need to use it like you said so i won't yeah use it, so yeah yeah so take that i'm time. off i'm i'm <laughs> kicking it um the weather isn't that great right now, but mm-hmm. it, it's fine. Like I'd rather be laying around binge watching a show like yeah. I'm normally doing. I just started this new show called In the Dark. Like I needed another oh. show to watch. But, <laughs> is that um, Netflix? So it's home is the CW, but oh, okay. it's on Netflix. And I swear, like Netflix be saving the CW shows because I swear I never hear about them. <laughs> they get on Netflix and I love them. That was what happened with All American. Didn't know it existed. Oh, yeah. That Netflix. was on the CW? Yes, that's a CW show. Wow, never would have guessed that. Yes, so I don't know what the CW needs to do with their marketing <laughs> so we can know that these great shows exist. But, um, yeah, it's pretty good. So that's kind of what I've been doing today, just watching that. So that's good. Yeah. This is a announcement for everyone. If you have vacation, use it. Please. 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 <laughs> like, it's, it's, like it's okay. We're at home, but we're, we are still working. So mm-hmm. don't, don't be like me. Be better than me. Take time. <laughs> and like, like Patrice said, just they don't need a reason. If you want to take off mm-hmm. a week, two weeks, just do it. it. Just, just do it. Yes. I'm calling these self-care mental health days because sometimes you just need a break. Okay. You just need Honestly, a break. Honestly, I wish they would give everyone like a month. 
Yes. Like any job, like just a month to just regroup, take vacation. Did you see that tweet? Someone tweeted like, um, everyone, like the whole country needs three months of PTO. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I was like, I agree. I I agree. (laughs) Like we should be able to just like rest, like, cause yes living in a pandemic is mentally exhausting but it still really is. get like get our money because i mean we have to live which some people are barely doing because of you know the government trying not to help people not gonna right go which is another issue podcast. but <laughs> like just if they would give us that pto where we would just have the peace of mind that our income was mm-hmm. still coming oh my god that would be a game yeah such a game changer yeah i'm just waiting for the day girl because they would never see me again for three months i'm waiting for my second (laughs) stimulus check okay like the time is (laughs) but they're on vacation so that still blows me that they went on vacation without passing that when y'all told me that i swear (laughs) i threw my phone i mean i know people have to go on vacation but i just never thought the government actually just all collectively go on vacate like I didn't know that was yeah until y'all especially they're not there and especially for something this important like you're just gonna leave people (laughs) hanging and they thought that amount of money would last people four months that's crazy no sense and (laughs) I just even like these apartment complex, like I was sharing with you like Mm -hmm. how they're talking about they're not waiving you know late fees anymore like you know if you don't pay you will get kicked out it's like they don't even like where's the humanity during this time Mm. gone like not even saying give people a handout but let them make play like they cut out the payment plans like let people make arrangements it is hard out here and people don't need more stress like and that's just what they're doing yeah yeah sorry well, guys we went on <laughs> right that was a very hr conversation yeah. so sorry <laughs> which sorry. we both happen to be in hr exactly so, please us. so moving on so i picked out a few topics for our what had happened was segment and i wanted to start with this new show on netflix and they're introducing a show called social distance mm-hmm. and it's starring danielle brooks asante black Mike Coulter and a few more people. Um, I thought it was interesting because the premise of the show is capturing like the human experience and being forced apart and using technology in a pandemic. And I was like, you know, there's probably a lot of shows that are probably going to have COVID as a topic. And I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Yeah, I mean. Because like, what do you think? So it's kind of like that freeform show, right? Like love. Oh yeah, COVID or something, and I think it's interesting (laughs) that show and this show that you just uh, share with us. They're using Mm -hmm. celebrities, and I feel like it would be more, I guess, relatable if it was like reality TV, like with everyday people. I like that. Yeah, celebrities, because even the love show, there those are famous people. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure that was that guy from. Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw I, I recognize that older black lady too. She she's famous too. And then now mm-hmm. here you name Danielle Asante. It's like I mean, I, I know they're having a hard time too, but I'm just wondering right. if it would have been more relatable if it was like everyday people. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think that show Married at First Sight, we get to see them 
in the pandemic and like how it affects their marriage. So that, that yes. I feel like that's more interesting than seeing celebrities do it. Woo! This like, thing's scripted. Gonna be first sight, y'all. <laughs> I cannot wait to see y'all. Cause like I don't think they're gonna make it. <laughs> well, what is people who One know couple. each other mm-hmm. and already have established they love each other are having a hard time during COVID. We're getting and divorced. <laughs> like strangers mm. to develop this love. Oh, this season gonna be so messy. I can't wait. It is. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, but like you said, that would be like how we want to see that. Mm-hmm. It's it's like obviously I'll probably watch the not the love one, but the Dan yeah. I'm not watching that one. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not doing this with you right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the Daniel Brooks one, I'll probably still watch it because Netflix, yeah. I, I will give it to them. They, like, kill it as far as docuseries. Oh, for sure. Documentary yeah. movies. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's going to be well done. Yeah, for sure. I just wish maybe if they did, like, some everyday families. Yeah. Like, we could relate to them a little more. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So. I have a cancellation update. Um, the show Altered Carbon on Netflix, how it's been canceled after two seasons. And I personally haven't seen it, but based on Twitter, people are very upset I'm about this one. Are you? Living. Okay, I wonder why they would cancel thing. it then. So I don't want to, in case people may watch it. This is really is a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. Yeah. The main character can, um, or not even the main character. I think uh, mm-hmm. uh, everybody in that world, they can, uh, when they die, they can be uh, brought back in a different, they, they call them sleeves. Okay. It's, it's a body. Like, they're in a new sleeve. Oh, um, like they're reincarnated. Literally. Like, in another yes. form. Okay. Yes. But they have, gotcha. they still have their old memories, but they're Ooh. walking around in a new face. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> Alter Carbon, the main the main main guy is Asian, but mm-hmm. in season 1 he was in a white man's sleeve. And What? Yes. It was a white <laughs> actor. I mean, but the guy like we would see his flashbacks, he was Asian. Uh-huh. And I liked season 1, but season 2 he was in a black man's sleeve, Anthony Mackie. And oh. they brought in Simone Missick. Mm-hmm. And then we already had Renee Goldsberry from season one, and she just stayed in season two. So I okay. love how black season two got <laughs> in science fiction. Like, I yeah. love science fiction, and historically, black people just have not been in that genre, unfortunately. Right. So right. both seasons were good, but I especially love season two. Like, man, just seeing them like leading literally the lead mm-hmm. Anthony Mackie yeah. lead Renee Goldsberry Simone Missick like holding this show down and I just really hate Netflix did that and, and not, honestly, <laughs> I'm not trying to I don't play the race card a lot but yeah. I'm wondering if season two didn't do as well overall because mm. he wasn't that white guy anymore and the white guy was kind of attractive so I don't know if white girls like called himself not watching oh. or whatever but gotcha because the story the story was authentic mm-hmm. you know I feel like they stayed true because at the end of the day the Asian guy it's his personality 
but the whole time yeah like it's his gotcha okay personality his memories his thoughts but like mm-hmm. it's anthony mackie and the white man i apologize i don't know his name um they are the voice obviously we hear and the mannerism so I, I just wonder if overall some people didn't watch because they may not have liked anthony mackie and wanted to keep the other guy or something like that uh so I, I don't, don't understand that's so like weird. the show was so good so i'm like yeah as to and you know i follow some music on mm-hmm. instagram and she even did this long post like I, I don't think they were expecting it to be oh my gosh canceled and renee goldsberry she really is though i feel like the main person of the show and we all know how talented she is so yeah I mean, if anything, the, the season three, we really was about to learn more about her character. So I don't understand. And they could have just put him in another sleeve. Like, That's what I was saying. Like, they could do that. season. Yeah. Like, based on that concept. Yeah. This could have gone on for a while. Yes. Like, he could have like. came back as an Asian lead or yeah. an Indian lead or, you know, whatever. Hispanic, yeah. Yeah, Hispanic. Like. That's what I thought they were going to do. Like, I wasn't expecting to see Anthony Mackie anymore. Wow. That's so, disappointing. I know. And I, I don't know. Maybe it could be to COVID. I'm sure that show mm-hmm. was a lot, te- like, technology-wise to try to do. Yeah, for sure. So, I don't know. But I am. I am one of those people that are upset that it got canceled. <laughs> for sure. Sorry. Sorry for this news. Yeah. Um, and the last bit is about the show All Rise. Yes. Um, I thought it was interesting that five of the seven original writers left the show mm-hmm. um, because of how this series is portraying gender and race roles. Um, mm-hmm. And I wanted to get your opinion based on the amount of writers leaving. If that means like the show will take a completely different turn. If you're still going to watch, like, I just wonder what that's yes. going to look like. So I'll put it to you like this. Because mm-hmm. I know you don't watch All Rise, so I'll give yeah. you a show that you do like, This Is Us. Mm-hmm. Imagine if all the black writers left, what would Randall and them look like? Randall, Beth, and family. Um, I don't like that. See, yeah, it's like, you can't tell, like, I feel like we love Randall and Beth, and it's so clear that mm-hmm. someone black is writing yeah their their dialogue because it's so authentic they have to be black so with Simone Missick again oh she is really doing it and also (laughs) really going through it right now yeah she is the lead character like last season like her character was in a sorority and she went to Howard and you know all this stuff if you take away the black writers what is her character about to look like Mm, that's a scary thought yeah I don't know I feel like this probably gonna be their last season unfortunately and unless they can bring in some black writers because there's right. just no way any other like it's just so obvious like we've seen it historically like when black characters it would be like something off about them like yeah like they need black writers so and I and I and I read that I think the showrunner something happened between uh-huh. them. I don't know if it was about money or like just about respect, but um, mm. they like all live, and that's wow. gonna affect the show tremendously. Oh, for Granted, sure. 
you know, Simone is the lead, but there is another black guy on there. Mm-hmm. And then her her husband is a black man. So that's like three black characters. But it's a pretty uh, mixed cast overall. Like they have their Hispanic okay. characters and their white characters. But yeah, the stuff she says, like her character, it obvious a black woman wrote it. So now that that black woman is gone, I don't know what she about to be oh saying. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um. So I guess more to come. I guess yeah. we'll see how long this lasts. Yeah. I mean, I know it, it they, doesn't sound like it'll last long. They were supposed to be this. doing COVID episodes too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they already filmed some of those before these writers left. Fingers crossed that they did. But right. yeah, this is going to be, I can see Simone kind of walking away too. Cause she's really, <laughs> she don't play yeah, that. That's the case. Yeah. And she's <laughs> there really will be a down show. for the culture. Like for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I just want more better for her. Like, first Luke Cage got canceled. Now Alter Carbon got canceled. And now she's dealing with this BS over at CBS. Uh, good energy for our sis. Like, I know. Like, needs- turn, turn things around. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, I hate to hit on that note, but <laughs> if I missed anything, Sheena, please chime in if you have anything else. Well, I just wanted to follow up on our reboot conversation from last week. I know you mentioned, you shared with us that Empire, well, not Mm -hmm. Empire, they're getting a spinoff, you said, but you said something else was getting rebooted. I can't remember, actually. But, Uh, oh, Fresh Prince, Fresh Prince. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're talking about Fresh Prince. Yeah. Yes. So I saw that Smart Guy is supposed to be getting a reboot. Stop it. Like, I wish I How? How? supposedly it'll just be like what tj is up to now and i'm just like I is it gonna be taj yeah like grown taj yeah like taj how he looks today is supposed to be <laughs> him on the show and i'm all like, some reboots some are good and some are not so good like Raven's Home I like I like it I'm not even yeah I saw that too it's pretty good Raven's Home is cute in Fuller House they're like on Mm -hmm. that same level you know cool yeah but some other reboots they have not been doing as well Mm -hmm. and I just don't I feel like smart guy is gonna be I mean is it even gonna be it's pointless so the the reason smart guy was successful was because he was cute and little and a genius. So now we just supposed to watch a genius grown man. I just feel like where's the yeah, appeal like, in that? Wasn't the appeal too? Like he skipped a number of grades and yes. there's this little boy in these grown classes. Yes. So what is he doing now? Like, <laughs> I guess we supposed to see like what TJ is up what? to now. Like, I don't know. And Taj Mary, I believe is like, 30 maybe one or two or something like that so no. it's like I don't want to see a 32 year old man like <laughs> yeah like, that's like the opposite of what I want to see I was about to say men are already annoying especially when they think they okay. know everything so I don't want to watch a show about it either can you imagine him just mansplaining all for 30 oh, minutes I don't want to see that I don't I don't you know is this on Disney plus there's it, it hasn't been announced that it has a home uh mm-hmm. if you google it it just says you know Taj said that they have 
had the ball rolling on it. Um, he Mm-mm. hopes, supposedly he <laughs> hopes that Disney Plus will pick it up um, because Smart Guy is already on Disney Plus. Right. But the fact that he wants it on Disney Plus also lets me know it's probably going to be kind of kitty too. Okay. I, like I wish, like I wish he was saying he wanted to be like on HBO or something. So at least I know to be yeah. wrong. Yeah. But the fact that he wants it on <laughs> Disney Plus, I'm kind of like, all right, this is about to I be don't want a family that. friendly show, which is cool. You know, I like family shows, but I don't, I don't think I want to watch a smart guy at 30 on um, Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well. <laughs> So we can end on that note. Uh, <laughs> if y'all want to see smart guy TJ Henderson as a 30-year-old man, it's Go for it. <laughs> oh, man. So this week, we are talking about The Shy Season 3, mm-hmm. Episode 1. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was pretty – I had my reservations. I'm sure, like, a lot of people – how mm-hmm. the show was going to be this season um, without Brandon. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, Jason Mitchell felt it was more important to sexually assault women than staying in his bag. Oh. So I was just really nervous. Like, Brandon was the glue to the show. So um, overall, I didn't hate the season. It was different, but I didn't yeah. hate it. So um, we can, like, just, you know, go back, recap the season, mm-hmm. um, and kind of just break down some, like, how we felt about stuff. Yeah, sounds good. So um, this season opens up with Nina's wedding, and I must say, she makes a beautiful bride. Her like, dress. So good. Her dress was amazing. Wasn't it? Um, like, goals. Like, it had, like, like, it was, like, rose gold, kind of, like yes. a blush color. And then the decorations, too. Like, that was just a really nice wedding. It was, especially, I, I thought it was age-appropriate, you know? Yeah, for it sure. It was kind of like, I've done this already, but I still want it to be nice. Mm-hmm. And I love the set, like, them with the water behind them. Yes, It just looked yes. really, really nice. Nice, regal, all of it. Yes, and Loved they it. all look good. Like, Keisha looked good. Kevin mm-hmm. looked so handsome. I was like, he everyone did. cleans up so nice. Yes, wow. love it. Um, <laughs> I was very confused, though, as to where Nina's <laughs> partner came from. Because this lady was not in previous seasons. Um, And I remember on Twitter, all of us like, who is this lady? Where did they find her? Like, no one knows this lady. <laughs> Wait, so she just popped up? that was our first time seeing her at the wedding (laughs) that was our first time seeing her um so I guess it's safe to say that a lot of time has passed um, yeah as far as the show is concerned Mm -hmm. for her to be marrying this lady um we learned that her name is Dre yes um very stud name I like it um she seems nice and I like that she included Keisha and Kevin in her vows and got them gifts like I thought I like that too and I, I feel like Keisha didn't really like her. Like, I, I sensed, like, an eye roll yeah. when she walked up there. So I'm glad that Dre made an effort to say something to the kids. Definitely. Like, I couldn't agree with you more. Keisha, mm-hmm. I don't know why Keisha don't like Dre. <laughs> none of us know her either. Mm-hmm. Keisha is not feeling her. At all. Even the way she At said all. thank you. She said with attitude. Like, <laughs> like, thanks. I'm like, dang. 
She also um, showed up late. Like, she was late to the wedding. She was. She probably right? didn't even want to be there. To True. Be That's probably what it was. Yeah, but she came. That's her <laughs> mom. Um, but we see Kevin leave the wedding for a little bit, and we see mm-hmm. that he goes to Brandon's funeral. And I also would like to note that Ronnie was trying to get in, but they wouldn't let him in because we all know, you know, he killed Brandon's brother, Coogie. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was weird that Ronnie even wanted to be be there. Like, you literally killed yeah. him. Yeah. Like, and he was drunk. Like, it was clear Ronnie was drunk, but I don't know what he How did. rude. Like, yeah, like, they don't want you there. They was not letting him yeah. in. Yeah. Kevin didn't vouch for him. Like, they was not letting right. him in the church. He was like, nah, you can't yeah. come in with me. <laughs> and uh, so Kevin, uh, it, it looks like Emmett saved Kevin a seat. So, um... Mm-hmm. And we know why Emmett's there. Him and Brandon got a lot closer last season with Emmett working on his food truck with him. So it was mm-hmm. nice to see Emmett and Kevin there. And, For sure. Um, his mom spoke at the funeral, and she was completely transparent with her yeah. speech. Uh, let's take a listen. How many of you mothers out there have lost a child? How many of you have had to bear? like we part of some club nobody wants to belong to. I didn't want to have no kids. I knew I wasn't cut out to be somebody's mother. And that's because nobody mothered me. Nobody ever loved me unconditionally. So I spent most of my youth a broken girl. I got so bright I did it. Having kids would make me whole. But I was wrong. After Brandon was born, I realized I had nothing to give him. So I gave him my trauma. And that was just half of her speech. Like, uh, listen, the actress that played their bomb, this monologue, she sat there with her whole chest. Like, she yeah. acted her face off. I got chills, honestly. I was about to ask, how did you feel about it? It was so heavy. It was very heavy, especially how it started. And she was like, the number of parents in the room who have had the same pain that she has and she was like it's like a club that no one wants to be a part of and that just really shook me because like even now like parents losing their children due to whatever Mm -hmm. and then you know having to just go on about their life and to have that type of grief yeah is just I just can't even imagine yeah it was I wasn't you know like especially she was clearly the person doing doing the eulogy. And yeah. I feel like they try to keep it more, you know, upbeat and like they're yeah. in a better place, you know. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, no, like I gave him my trauma. I this it was just a lie. I wasn't expecting yeah. kudos to her, ma'am. You definitely got looked over for an Emmy because you did all of that. Yeah. Like she she did, did that. that um just it made me think too like how many broken people are out there like just 
living day to day, like, I just feel like therapy could do so much good, especially Mm -hmm. in this situation. And I think that's why the shy is so good because Mm -hmm. they highlight that, you know, the everyday person, like, they're going through some shit. Yeah, for sure. The shy, like, kind of highlights, like, just that everyday kind of lower middle class working, Mm -hmm. some middle middle class, but yeah, we all, like, you really just don't know what people are going through. At it's all. Walk in their shoes. And, and that's what yeah. I really love about the show. Like, mm-hmm. everybody just got their own stuff going on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. So after the funeral, uh, Otis Perry shows up to share his condolences. Mm-hmm. But I, don't I, like can't, him. <laughs> I can't help but to think he has something to do with Brandon getting killed. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, he was very last season he was introduced and I did not mm-hmm. like his character at all. He's like for people that might need some correlation, he would be like mm-hmm. a ghost on power, like he's the main guy. Oh, uh, like slimy. Or no, shady. not slimy, but like okay. you know how ghost was kind of running the operation, living a independent and, and Tommy, both of them not really in the streets well tommy oh, was gotcha. willingly being in the street true but and ghost wanted to leave right but they didn't have to be like okay. i mean they had that nice home you know they had the mm-hmm. street guys like dre running the corners for them yeah so otis perry he is you know he got the pizza business he yeah. lives in a penthouse as well so he's not on the streets he's gotcha. the, that main guy and he's cleaning you know the money or whatever mm-hmm. yeah um and you know he kind of got brandon caught up in it last season um trying to clean money through the food truck and i just feel yeah. like brandon since they really didn't tell us what happened to brandon i thought he it was some. fake that he showed up and i feel like he had something mm. yeah did you peep that cameraman like he I feel like he was only there for like a photo op he was he was yeah like 1000 percent and we'll we'll that, learn why yeah. he wanted that photo but that that mm-hmm. is exactly why he was there um see yeah mm-hmm. he's fake he's fake for sure very <laughs> <laughs> um but we see that there are some people watching him and mm-hmm. it is Luke James and an actress <sighs> named Jasmine Davis and it looks like they have been added to the cast um um yeah what's up? <laughs> can we pause and just talk about how fine luke james is? all right y'all this is the end of the episode <laughs> no luke james is beautiful like, like take as much time as you need sis to kind of just express because <laughs> go ahead the the floor is yours um god took his time with this man <laughs> um luke if you're listening um hi nice to meet you our at is um, at um, me <laughs> on instagram and twitter luke james yes no patrice he just tweeted the other day he was like i want a girlfriend for real yes i'm no, sure he so got serious. so many dms after that girl you need to be get in here get in <laughs> i know there. i do i do i do it's this like time. he just made it publicly known like he i guess he's just yeah. tired of being single he was like me oh, too boo <laughs> <laughs> like Actually, I would do that after this episode. Yes, girl. (laughs) Go find that tweet. It is out there. Wow. This show time. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we don't know their names yet. 
mm-hmm. at this point. Um, but he says that Otis got custody of Jake, and we learned that Jake is his little brother. So that's wow. why I got confused because the only brother we knew Jake having was Reg. Like Reg was in season one, mm-hmm. Reg was in season two, but Reg got murdered in the season two finale. Um, so this one is like estranged, maybe like yes, like this okay. one is older than Reg, and mm-hmm. he wasn't around like when Jake was growing up. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so um, I guess he's back. You know <laughs> that like <laughs> I just feel like I took this as like with Brandon gone, they are really kind of trying to fill these gaps. Yeah, to, like, that makes sense. Story going, so mm-hmm. you can tell he's going to be a big part of this season gotcha um but yeah that was the end of brandon's storyline you know rip to his character he was a great character um i wish they would have told us what happened to him yeah i guess it's safe to just assume he got shot i think that's like the running theme for like chicago i guess like people shooting at each other but Mm-hmm. R.I.P. to Brandon, you will be missed. Um, so back at the <laughs> wedding, it looks like everyone is having a great time. They are really having. Yes, like, this is a good wedding. Is lit. Yes, agreed. Yeah. And um, Kevin and Emmett get back from the funeral, and mm-hmm. um, we all know how important Brandon was to Kevin, kind of like as a big brother slash mentor. Yeah. Um, and Brandon was important to Emmett as well. Like, and um. He, he was kind of that big brother to him too, a voice of reason, telling him, you know, stay out the streets, stop messing with all yeah. that. And um, and Kevin and Emmett have a bro moment, and I thought it was really cute. Let's check yeah. it out. Okay. Kev, you good? Yeah. It's gonna be all right. I got you now. You're not Brandon. Nigga, you think I don't know that? Don't say me. Brandon hated that word. Look, I know I can't take his place. But that ain't gonna stop me from having you back like chiropractor. Don't get through this. I love how happy they are to have each other. Like, I, I yes, yes, lean on each other now that Brandon mm-hmm. is gone. Yeah, that support is so important, especially if it's someone mutual. Like, yes. you need someone who understands what you're going through to mm-hmm. lean on. And I think it's good, like, Emmett's now that older figure that can help Kevin. Yes, and I was about to say, I think this will help Emmett kind of grow mm-hmm. up too. Yeah, that Kevin is like watching him, so now he mm-hmm. needs to kind of be better for kevin so i think yeah like it's gonna be beneficial for both of them yeah i also wanted to like i feel like they both just came from such a sad occasion Mm -hmm. and it's like flipping back and forth to like the funeral to the wedding which is kind of like dealing with two emotions at the same time yes and how people just do that like that's just normal yes like processing like my mentor just died mm-hmm. but my mom yeah. just got married like right. i'm happy for her but i am crushed right now yes yes for and, sure like we have to put on that brave face and like go go deal with Ooh. it yes yeah that, that that's a good call out that mm-hmm. sometimes like especially like even at work you could have had something happen <laughs> it still gotta go 
paint on that smile and talk the corporate jargon but something literally oh, just God. happened in your family it's the worst yeah it, it's it's crazy yeah. um so we get back to the wedding reception and i <laughs> honestly cannot get over how grown kevin jake and papa are now like they like were grown. babies <laughs> in season one like babies yeah, Papa's like a grown. He's so tall. Jake yes. looks like he's 18 or something. Like, I <laughs> like, I'm really trying to, like, contain my emotions. Because, like, if you look at, if even someone put a picture up of season one and, like, uh-huh. them now, uh, I just can't. They too grown. Wow. Yeah. Grown. It's crazy. They're, they're killing me. Like I know everybody gotta grow up, but they got too big for me from since season two. They they are they like hit puberty big. real real quick. Yes, <laughs> puberty slapped them in the face. Literally, <laughs> Jesus. Um, and we find out that Emmett is catering the wedding. Yes, and shout I'm out to him. To see, yeah, I'm happy to see that he's keeping Brandon's business up and running, and mm-hmm. I also feel like it's gonna help him be more responsible. Like owning it and finally having you know some dreams and aspirations like I think this is great for him yeah um, but people are not liking <laughs> and if there's anything about weddings even a black wedding the food has to be on point because people will talk about you <laughs> I literally like this lady said whoever made the mac and cheese needs the throat slit <laughs> Like, why so much violence? My God. Over some mac and cheese. But I guess it's do or die when it comes to mac and cheese. Listen, and she was serious. She like, was. She it was. She was one of them black aunties, and she was mad. That the mac and cheese <laughs> Didn't she? And someone else said they thought a white person seasoned the chicken. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoever made this food, which is Emmett, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, Emmett, like, you can't cook boo i know like you know brandon was a chef let's be real right yes in culinary school you was just a street dude like (laughs) i appreciate you keeping brandon legacy going but you can't cook boo like yes this is not your path yeah no no Um, so while the adults are having it up on the dance floor kevin papa Mm -hmm. and jake are in the back drinking wine and I lose it again because drinking. Lord. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but Emmett, he goes outside for a little bit and he finds Keisha. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she looks down and he assumes it's because she doesn't like Dre or, you know, mad that her mom's getting married. But it's actually because she's scared to go to college. Yeah. Let's take a listen. I'm nervous about leaving next year. Really? Thought you were ready to get the hell out of your mama's house. I'm just not excited about leaving home, you know? Being around a bunch of white people, I don't know. And I don't love track that much. I don't know. These sound like bougie problems to me. I'm serious. I want to stay here. And do what? Fuck a bunch of whack-ass dudes who wind up getting pregnant by one of these motherfuckers. End up working at CVS the rest of your life. What's wrong with that? Were you nervous before heading down to school? Like, I feel like this is a normal. Um, I would say yes and no. I think I was more excited just okay. because, one, I was going to a new city 
And two, I was, you know, gaining this independence. Right. And finally feeling grown. But I can relate that it's scary. I feel like any change is, though, right. to be fair. Right. What about you? Would you say you were nervous for school? So... I think I was nervous, mm -hmm. but yeah. also excited. But um, I noticed something she said when we listened to the playback, you know, being around all those white people. And I think yeah. if I went to a yeah. different school, I could have been mm -hmm. nervous. Like, I'm wondering if her reaction would have been the same if she was going to HBCU and like, yeah. you know, being yeah. around other black students. So to come from Chicago, a super black city, and then go to a super white college, I think anyone mm -hmm. would have a culture shock. Yeah, for and sure. And I feel like Keisha yeah. really represents people who, you know, kind of let that fear stop them from going outside of their comfort zone. And that's why some mm -hmm. people never leave home. They just stay. Yeah, which isn't good either. I mean, it's, yeah, it's fine to feel comfortable at some point, but you don't want to feel like it's stunning your growth right and that you can't see yourself outside of one part of who you are right. like you just have to grow if you're not growing something's wrong right but unfortunately I feel like some people do let that determine their outcome like you yeah. hear so many stories of oh he could have went on to do this or yeah she supposed to do that and they still sitting at home on the front porch like they just never left so I thought everything she said was like so heartbreaking, but so mm -hmm. like probably represents how so many people feel about you. Yeah. I'm glad Emmett was there too, to like kind of motivate her yes. to like see where she could go. Mm -hmm. If she just, you know, gets over the nervousness and fear that she, mm -hmm. she can do so much more than working at CBS. Like he said. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy he was there too, to like mm -hmm. bring her up. Yeah. Um, so back in the wedding, um, they have ordered pizza, y'all. <laughs> um, food was that bad that they ordered boxes and boxes of pizza. I only had like 20 boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad for him. He was like, wait, wait, you want me to go cook some more chicken? And they're like, no, that's okay. <laughs> what would you do okay. if you were a caterer and guests ordered pizza? Like in front of your face. Quit honestly <laughs> I would quit it but she still paid him which I thought was phenomenal yes like, yes a for effort in me but our people are hungry so we're gonna get some <laughs> pizza but we still want to pay you because you showed up that was like nice she said she's mm -hmm. like some people wouldn't have even showed up especially the day of yeah. someone close to them funeral you know and you still came mm -hmm. and you still tried but that food was clearly disgusting for them to have to order pizza. <laughs> I was like, I can't. That was um, so funny. Yes, that was hilarious. Like, I died. <laughs> yes. um, so Keisha finds the boys, and she's like, y'all getting drunk without me? And I died <laughs> because Papa is legit laid out. He is drunk. Like, Papa is a good one, the church boy. So it's mm -hmm. like, you know, he's trying to be cool with his friends, but it's just so clear that he don't be drinking like that, because he is that, done. <laughs> he probably had one glass Literally, done. <laughs> he probably had half a cup and was yes. laying out like that. <laughs> um, But Drake comes to get them to do the cha-cha slide. Black people love doing a line dance. Always. <laughs> It never fails. It's literally having it up. Like, I don't think I've ever seen so much twerking during a cha-cha slide. 
Like, I mean, when you say hands on your knees, like, we just following directions. They was having it up on the slide to the left. True. They were getting it. And um, I noticed that, you know, Keisha gets Kevin to dance and... Mm -hmm. I just, I've just noticed they were talking a little more this episode. Like, there was a lot of side conversation with them. And yeah. they have really gotten closer from season one and two. And I just love it. And I think it has yes. to do with him being older. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like you kind of grow older, grow closer, excuse me, to your younger siblings when they're at an age where y'all can actually do more stuff together. And yeah, and talk. Can, yeah, I was like, you can talk to them, and they actually, like, get it now. Mm-hmm. They, you know, yeah. have some experience. So I'm loving the growth of their relationship. Like, they're actually really cute. Because, I mean, the previous seasons, they used to just argue all the time because he was that mm-hmm. annoying little brother. But yeah. But you like, they're legit friends, and I thought that was great. I love that. That's a yes. good call out. Yes. Um. So over at some warehouse, um. Otis Perry and the history name is Duda, so I'll kind of mm-hmm. go back and forth between those. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in the streets meeting up with one of his guys. Um, and the guy is like, you know, did you call this meeting? And Duda's like, you know, no. Mm-hmm. But we quickly learn <laughs> that no one set up the meeting because Luke James shot dude in the head, like point blank. Uh, he did. And um, we learned his name is Trig. His name okay. is Trig. Um, Trig is basically asking, you know, how much is Jake worth? Like, I want custody of him. How much is he mm-hmm. worth? And Duda lets him know Jake is worth a whole lot to him. Basically saying, you know, he's not going to give Jake up without a right. fight. Yeah. Which I think is really weird because Duda and Jake have no relation at all. Like, Reg sold drugs for Duda, and that's it. Like, and Jake is yeah. Reg's little brother. There's no mm-hmm. other relationship. Like, right. unless he tends to, like, train Jake up or something to run mm-hmm. the street side of the business. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was weird. Like, I don't understand why Duda wants Jake so much at all. Um, and yeah. over at Emmett's house, uh, is him and Tiffany are still together. So shout out to them. Um, yes. They have been through so much since season one. Um, so, so much. So the fact that they are still together, like people can make it, y'all. It's just be rough black out up, there. <laughs> <laughs> um, it also looks like she sells weed now, which I would have never pegged her as a girl to do that I don't know where the writers saw this in her future but I guess they both getting their hustle on until things come together yeah Um, she was real comfortable rolling up the blunt yes I was like (laughs) what and like Tiffany was kind of in the previous season portrayed as like kind of like a good girl that made a wrong turn messing Mm -hmm. with Emmy so I don't know maybe Emmy's being with him kind of turned her on to the on game i don't yeah. know but she doing it she got so much <laughs> measuring it out getting it together mm-hmm. she doing yes. her thing um and nina and dre are on their honeymoon and this is by far the most intense lesbian sex scene i've ever seen on television yeah me too <laughs> um i'm gonna just leave that at that and i know that was all lena because she is all about representation especially yeah. for the manly um gay woman so mm-hmm. they they did their thing 
but to touch were on they you, still in chicago like did, they didn't go anywhere did they i have no idea <laughs> maybe it was a staycation <laughs> they didn't you know they left money and stuff for them but they never said where they were going so maybe yeah. they did just get a hotel in the city you okay, know what gotcha. they were still in chicago because the point i was about to say was how you brought up that duda was just getting a photo op at the funeral uh-huh. It was on the front page of the newspaper announcing his oh, running for mayor. Gotcha. Mm. So for them to get How convenient. newspaper, they were still in Chicago. Gotcha. But yes, Otis Perry is running for mayor, you guys. That photo was on the front page announcing his candidacy. Um, so this uh, is interesting to see him running. This is very ghost-like. Office. Like what you said. Yeah, no, he's literally Ghost. But (laughs) the only difference between him and Ghost, Mm -hmm. Ghost wanted to cut the drug game out completely. He did not want it in his life at all. Uh, And Duda doesn't. Yeah, Otis Perry, he still wants the business to run. He just doesn't want to run it. That's why he had a Reg or, Mm -hmm. you know, whoever the new guy is, which I think Trig just shot. So now he has to get another guy. (laughs) (laughs) He wants them to run it. Like, okay. y'all run yeah. it. I'm going to get you the product. But, like, him personally, he doesn't step foot in the street at all unless he just has to. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. He's definitely Ghost. Ghost just, you know, wanted to move on completely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So, Trig and his girlfriend move into the house where Jake and Reg lived season one and two. Mm-hmm. Um. So, it looks like they're here to stay. You know, they're moving in. Yeah. comfortable, checking out the house. Um. Their mom comes over, and we learn his girlfriend' name is Imani. You know, she introduced mm-hmm. herself. And she wants to know how much Duda gave her to give up custody of Jake. Um, and he gave her $5,000. And I don't know why that <laughs> broke my heart so much. Yeah. But it did. Like. For a whole human. I was about to say, one, <laughs> I can't even put a price on a kid. That's number one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But 5000 really doesn't sound like a lot of money in the big picture of things yeah like not for that yeah so she felt she was she basically said she felt like she was doing the right thing saying he could Mm -hmm. give jake a better life which isn't entirely false like if you take out the drug and gang affiliation part of his life (laughs) he does live really nice life has a driver Mm -hmm. definitely on the other side of town not yeah live so she isn't wrong. Um, she just doesn't know about the, the drug part. Um, mm-hmm. But Trig literally offers her $10,000 and he just says, can you at least just go clean yourself up and go to the courthouse and just let them know you want him back? Like, mm-hmm. he, he doubles the price, which I also don't agree with, but he's trying to do whatever he can to get Jake back. Um, and he's really um, big on family. I was going to ask, do you think his intentions to get Jake are pure? Like, he, I feel like he just popped up, and now he wants, because, I, I don't know. It, it was weird to me. I mean, to be honest, we don't know him. Like, True. we don't yeah. know this character mm-hmm. at all. Like, this is our first time meeting him, first time hearing him. I think yeah. it's kind of weird, too. Um, I have watched other shows where, like, a family member or older sibling kind of goes back for a sibling. So I kind of want to believe his intentions are pure. 
that's yeah. a good question because we really don't know him and yeah he, and he's really pressed too so very i don't i guess tbd yeah you know literally <laughs> literally like because we don't we don't know this man trig yeah Bonnie, we don't we don't know y'all mm-hmm. <laughs> um so back at the house kevin papa and jake are smoking and i'm just like <sighs> who are they <laughs> They are so grown. I we can't. don't know these teenagers. I miss the little boys. I miss the little 10-year-olds. I don't want these teenagers. They are too grown. Um, Keisha leaves Kevin, you know, leaves, and Kevin has her lie down pack for her, you know, if their mom mm-hmm. calls, you know, they right. or whatever. She stops by Emmett's first to give him the rest of the money for catering the wedding, which I still commend them for paying him for that nasty food. <laughs> yeah. And Tiffany is not very welcoming at all. Asking, you know, why can they use Venmo? And I'm like, Tiffany, girl, you got Emmett. He has moved in with you. Like Emmett, season one and two, season one and two, Emmett would not move in with that girl. Yeah. All living together, just calm down. <laughs> She's um, those comments did not go well because Keisha obviously leaves. But em- Emmett does catch her, you know, he lets her know mm-hmm. he'll always love her and he's proud of her, you know, he's yeah. happy someone's finally making it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm happy he did like run after her and didn't let her yeah. leave like that. Especially after his girlfriend caught her a hooker. <laughs> that was so rude. Down. She was doing the most. The um, most. So, you know, we go back over to Kevin and them place, and by them being teenagers now, they obviously don't want to hang out with each other anymore. They want to hang out with girls. Um, Typical boys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they call Ebony, who Kevin clearly has a crush on. Mm-hmm. Um, she agrees to come over as long as she can bring a friend, and they are totally fine with that. Um, so they are trying to get themselves together, and Papa literally sprays himself with Febreze, and I die. Was like, weak. I like- love him so, so much. He has been my favorite character since season one. Oh, and God. I him spraying that Febreze on himself. Like, Febreze? <laughs> like, get you some X. Get some, what is that, Old Spice? Yeah, No, Febreze. Oh, my you God. You want to be grown so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. Um, but when Ebony shows up, she shows up with our girl, Maisha. Yes. And she is looking grown, too. Like, I really can't deal with how big they all are now. Yeah. Like, Maisha is taller now, bigger now. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 she was grown. so small in season one. Like, I'm, I'm just really trying to gather my thoughts because these are not <laughs> the same people that we met. Like, these are grown teenagers now. Yes. Um, but Maisha, you know, she has always loved Kevin, has always had a crush on Kevin season one to season two, mm-hmm. but it's looked like she's checking out Papa this season. I was oh, like, okay. uh-oh. <laughs> Our girl oh. has moved on. Moved on. Yes. And, um, Papa asked Kevin for his blessing for pursuing Maisha, because I guess bro code whatever i was yeah. like they are killing me right now <laughs> he was like just the most heard her he was like i won't bro i won't I right like, just connect with her she's not like other girls <laughs> <laughs> they are killing me um 
So obviously, like, I, I know I cannot be the only one tripping over them, you know, drinking, smoking, exploring. You not. <laughs> and we just have to listen back to this conversation they had when the girls left. I, I, I can't. Let, let's, let's listen. Yeah, what y'all did? Well, I gave her a full massage and we talked about her plans to build a community center for her kids that come from low-income households. That does not sound sexy at all. She bared her soul to me, y'all. That's way more important than bearing her body. I ain't trying to see nobody's soul. I want both. You gotta put in work, yeah? How much work? Well, that depends on the girl. You gotta earn her trust, you gotta bear your soul to her. This ain't no wham-bam, thank you, ma'am stuff. You gotta take things slow. Where are you getting this from? I've been reading Devon Franklin's book. It's all about saving yourself for marriage and asking God to send your equal. Bro, that sounds like homework. Did y'all connect with your ladies on the intellectual level? I mean, yeah, we kissed and uh, I fingered her. I smashed. Too grown I can't. I can't. I can't. Too grown What? <laughs> Where Papa gets funnier each season. Yes, he gets funnier. <laughs> I love it. I love his comic relief. Oh it's my perfect. God. It's perfect. And I'm not gonna lie, Jake used to get on my nerves previous season, but mm -hmm. I really like him now. You can just tell they all mature and growing up. Like, uh, I love kind it. of. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not running around stealing candy and true all yes. that dumb stuff they used to do like they really you know talking about sex and soul ties and <laughs> so, whatever I was else so weak when he said soul tie <laughs> i'm like how do you know <laughs> like what you did all your research clearly literally <laughs> he is clearly swearing on whatever devon franklin wrote in that okay book. like Papa he must read that every day it. yes <laughs> oh man um so over at a bar uh, Ronnie is hanging out with those two guys he's usually with. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all and say that I know their names because I don't. Um, but I know we have seen them a few times over the mm -hmm. show. Um, the only thing I want to point out from this scene uh, that I was not paying t attention to the first time I watched this episode was that one of mm -hmm. them said to Ronnie, you took a life. Some folks are never going to forgive you and let you live it down it's going to follow mm. you for the rest of your life whether you like it or not so talk about mm. foreshadowing because that went completely over my head when i first watched it so i picked up on it this uh -huh. time so just remember that statement for later episodes because it definitely ties back toward the end of the yeah season. um yes so to tie wrap this episode up trig any money uh rob one of duda's guys i guess to send a message um mm -hmm. and i just took away from that that they're really about to make them re relevant this season and shove them down our throat so cool yeah they are main <laughs> characters now no, whether we literally. like it or not <laughs> yeah like i was like we don't know them but you're all about to force us to get to know them cool mm -hmm. got it yeah um and lastly we see keisha sitting at a bus stop by herself uh, at uh, night, and I really didn't have a good feeling about this when I first saw her because one, I'm scary, and two, people are crazy. Um, yes. they don't have to catch me at night. I barely be wanting to drive up the street at night. Like I just don't. Especially alone. Yes, like and as women, we just have to be unfortunately extra cautious. Yes. 
can do it. Yeah. Um, Ronnie walks by and she definitely recognizes who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, the bus pulls around and Keisha is gone. She is gone. Her phone is left uh, there. It's like she dropped it because it like yeah. And um, that's how they open the season. That's how they open season three. I'm scared. Where does she go? <sighs> I'm not gonna lie. Like I initially, because they showed us Ronnie walk off. Mm-hmm. What I yeah. Thought was that he turned back around and got her and ran and got her. Yeah, that was my initial. Yeah, he thought. was the only one in the area. Yeah, like there wasn't anyone else that would make it suspicious. Right. So, oh lord, I overall, I you know, first first episode without Brandon, I thought it mm. went pretty well for a season opener. Yeah, I thought the drama was there. I thought mm-hmm. I felt like they stayed true to like, especially the boys, Kevin, Jake, and Papa, who mm, they are. Yeah. Um, even though they're older, it's still like the decisions they made, the stuff they were saying, it made sense that they would do that from yeah. where they've always been they're just you know older now yeah um, so I thought they really stayed true to them and um I'm excited to kind of see Emmett a lot more I feel like we did get Emmett scenes previously but not as much obviously because Brandon was the main character so it's pretty obvious I mean we saw him so much just this episode yeah that we're gonna see Emmett a lot this season yeah they're definitely making up for the fact Brandon's gone yes um I mean, he fumbled his own bag. Like, there's no one else to blame but himself. No, literally. But I, I think this is a good route for them to make up for that. Right. And then, you mm-hmm. know, obviously everyone, especially when this first happened, like, where's Keisha? What happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sex trafficking is very real. So I thought this oh. was a good topic for them to, you know, kind of tackle because anything could have happened to her. Um, yeah, so I that's thought they did point. a good job. Yeah, I thought they did a good job opening the season with like a good amount of drama to like keep mm-hmm. us to want to come back even though yeah. the show is clearly different without Brandon yeah huh. yes so that was All right. episode one I'm here for it yes um so thank you guys for joining us for another week we are excited to talk about this new series with you guys yes we appreciate um, y'all yeah like shout out to y'all y'all were really like supporting and holding us down during blood and water like we can't even thank y'all enough and, yes um, so yeah we're here to talk about the show we're excited to recap this show with you guys um make sure to follow us um on twitter and instagram at wyo podcast um we'll be tweeting on there posting on our page and um any updates from you patrice yes if y'all want to just write us like with questions comments or any like show recommendations you have you can write us at weyo podcast at gmail yes and we will see you guys next week for episode two of the shy yes sounds good awesome bye guys bye